This episode is brought to you by FarmTime. FarmTime is the first emotional well-being platform for families that helps kids understand and identify their emotions and provide awareness and guidance to parents, help their kids navigate effectively through any emotional challenges and form a happy and healthy family bond for more information log into farmtime.com that is f-a-m-t-y-m-e dot com welcome to one nation radio podcast this is john gora with you and uh, as usual we have guests we have people coming from a different part of uh, the world to share with us their views and also to share with us their experience in life that they've gone through in a way of empowering themselves, in a way of developing themselves, and also getting a life out of what they have. Sometimes life is smooth, sometimes it's rough. But the result of the smoothness, of roughness of life is what gives you success that each and every one of us are always looking for. On the other hand, I have Justin Nguyen, who is the CEO of Get Show Ground Up and a co-host of the Young and Dumb podcast with a mission to show all the students that anything is possible, but only, and mark that word, but only if you are willing to put in the time and effort in achieving that goal. Welcome to our podcast, Justin. Man, thank you for having me. Great. Uh, the this is a, a very wonderful thing uh, and uh, introduction that I give, and I like the mission uh, in which you're working through, which is uh, helping ch- uh, students to understand that uh, everything is possible with them. Any kind of a wish or a dream is possible to achieve. But then there is only one thing that you must always put to know or to realize this achievement or these uh, meeting the, the, the missions and the visions and the dreams that you have. But before we go into that, I would like you yourself, Justin, to introduce yourself so that our listeners would know or could know the person we are working with and the person who they are really eager to listen to understand how he made his life out of the scratch or out of that beauty of the world outside there, Justin. Yeah, so I'm the CEO of Get Your Grind Up, which is basically a movement to help students along the way if they want to succeed down the traditional path. So Mm -hmm. think of like going to school, getting a four-year degree, and being successful, getting a corporate job and climbing up that ladder. And then we Mm -hmm. also have the Young and Dumb podcast, where dumb stands for dedicated, up-and-coming, motivated, and bold. And that's Mm -hmm. where we interview people who have gone down the non-traditional path to success. So think of people who are entrepreneurs, athletes, um, esports gamers, etc. Mm-hmm. These people who have gone sort of a different route to success, but in their own way are successful. And mm-hmm. basically, what I'm what I'm doing right now to to make a living is LinkedIn consulting. So last month, I got sixty five thousand views on all my content on LinkedIn. So mm-hmm. that has allowed me to help other companies and other individuals brand themselves on LinkedIn and turning their profile into a landing page, so that when someone lands on it, they know exactly what they want that person to do. Oh, wow, that's great. And that's uh, uh, nice to learn as well 
that's a great move and that's a great work that you're doing out there, Justin. And I just want to know, uh, before we go to, uh, to today's question, which is uh, the basis of this discussion, I just wanted to know briefly um, uh, why you decided to go for a podcast or to be a co-host with someone doing this podcast and uh, what is the motivation behind that, Justin? Yeah, so I, I really wanted to get into podcasting because when I looked out into the grand scheme of things, a lot of people who were being interviewed were like very famous people or mm -hmm. people who are a lot older than me. And yes. hearing their stories was great, but it didn't resonate too, too much with me because A, I, could pro I can't probably replicate their success because they were successful a long time ago and times have changed. <laughs> or B, yeah. they didn't look like me. They didn't talk like me. So it was hard mm -hmm. to kind of connect with them on that level. So we wanted mm -hmm. to start a podcast where we got to talk with people who look like us, who spoke mm -hmm. like us, were our mm -hmm. age, and who we could kind of replicate um, mm -hmm. a journey from so that people who are our age and younger can see that, be motivated by that, other than listening to like a Mark Cuban story or an Elon Musk story who are amazing people. Mm -hmm. But it's very, it's not tangible for the person who is 15 years old to, to look at that and say, oh, I can do that. <laughs> That's a very uh, good uh, tech on your side to become a podcast host and also a, pod a podcast co-host, uh, if to go by what it is. And um, it's, it's really giving that uh, kind of a meaning to why somebody has a passion, you know, in everything that we do, what comes first is a passion. And then the secondly, what is the reason for that passion? And once you had a passion of doing a podcast, as you've been listening to others, do it. And now something pushes you to do yours and in a way to resonate with the current generation and situation and to be, bring things into reality. You know, there's some times I used to share with people that uh, success is not all about what you see. Success is the hidden thing that is not being told how was uh, the, the, the thing that you can see reached? What was the path? And how did he do the things to reach it? Because sometimes we see people that are successful, but then if you go checking and following how the success came by, maybe it is just an inheritance, and therefore you can learn nothing out of it. So that is mm -hmm. a super, super way of doing things and getting to resonate and getting to see yourself to be same as the people you target, it, it gives a little bit uh, easier way to capture things and also believe in it that everything is possible. So um, we will go directly to uh, today's question, which uh, basically, uh, Justin, I, wouldn't, uh, I would like also to uh, briefly go through, you know, when I was going through the sample or the summary that, I, that you have on LinkedIn, I realized that uh, you are a son of, uh, some two people who are uh, refugees at some uh, point of uh, time. And that alone didn't uh, maybe m draw you back from the achievement that you have made in life. And that's why this podcast is there. One Nation Radio podcast is meant to empower, to motivate and inspire those people who feel that they have marginalized the women who feel that they've been uh, given no space because they are women and the youth who feel like every day they are called the leaders of tomorrow and it is their, their time to take part in the leadership of today. So 
through that kind of life and through that situation, you made it out of it. And the, uh, today's question was coming in such a way uh, that I will just read it out so that we understand and even the listeners and you yourselves can know what we, the basis of uh, uh, the talk, our talk today, which sounds and spells that with your own opinion, Justin, and out of experience, do you still believe that education is the only way out to success in life? And if the question or the answer is yes, what remains to those who never had the privilege to go to school? So this is the basis and this is the, the, the uh, where we will uh, take our discussion through. I want to know and I want our listeners as well to understand that what is the basis and where do we weigh education? Do we take it as the only way to success or is there any other alternative? And if that alternative is there, what is it? And if we don't have alternative, where do we put those who never got the privilege to education tested? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think education is the the way out, but it's my definition of education might be different from what you define as education. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, education, especially with access to the internet, can come from anywhere. It can come mm-hmm. from school. It can mm-hmm. come from Google. It can come from YouTube. It can mm-hmm. come from LinkedIn. Anywhere mm-hmm. you can learn practically anything in, that you want in the world through the mm-hmm. internet right now. You don't mm-hmm. need to go to elementary, primary, secondary school, a university anymore, mm-hmm. technically. You can learn all of that online. Are mm-hmm. there pros to going to a university? Yeah, of course. Uh, but then you have to weigh out the financial side of it too. Is it worth the risk that you're putting on yourself in terms of money that you have to, to put out for it? So short answer, is education the way out? Yes. But mm-hmm. it in terms of the traditional sense of the definition of education, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to necessarily go to school to be educated. You can educate yourself nowadays because of the internet. Like you have access to Skype. You can literally Skype with anyone around the world mm-hmm. and learn about their journey, learn from their expertise, have them become your mentor, and they can teach you and educate you on whatever you want to do later in life. That's the mm-hmm. beauty of the internet. And that's why I don't think that like school is needed, so to say. Oh, wow. That's uh, brilliantly put, Justin. And, uh, you know, uh, I thank you for even differentiating because that's why I just put it like education so that we can know and even the listeners can differentiate. You know, uh, when we talk about education, that is the traditional way, as you've put it, whereby people see school attached to education and nothing else. But uh, we are also told that, that the school, what we learn in school is just 20% of what makes us. And uh, almost 70% is learned through experience by doing things. And uh, the remaining 10%, you have to interact with people around you. And we learn so many things by interacting. And just like we are doing it now, we are learning. And even though listeners who listen to our podcast are as well learning. So, uh, Definitely, differently, or maybe what I want to know in terms of education and in terms of how you help students uh, to, to, to get 
to know how they can achieve what they the, the mission they have and how you show the, the, these students that anything that they do is possible. Uh, I really need to find a simple description of how you do this. How, if I am a student and I come to you and I tell you, Justin, I really want to be a doctor, but I don't see myself reaching there. So how do you make it possible for these students to understand uh, that there is something that they need to put into whatever their dream is to make it possible? Yeah, I would ask if, if you wanted to be a doctor and you didn't think that you can make it, I would ask why do you not think that you can make it? <clears throat> if you said that you aren't smart enough or you can't seem to get the grades, and then I would ask further of like, what are you doing with your time? Are mm -hmm. you studying or are you going out to play soccer or football or mm -hmm. are you going to are you playing on the Internet for three, mm -hmm. four hours a week? Whatever you're doing, that's mm -hmm. time that you can be spent to put towards being a doctor. And mm -hmm. then when let's say, for instance, you still want to be a doctor, but you really, truly believe that you aren't smart enough and you you put in 40 hours a week towards school. Mm -hmm. Then I would say, okay, maybe being a doctor isn't necessarily for you, but that mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you can't be involved in the, the medical field. Mm -hmm. um, doctors need help too, whether it's yeah. a, an assistant, a nurse, um, uh, a radiologist, a mm -hmm. cardiologist, whatever it is. Like, mm -hmm. There's always other people that work in the medical field, so maybe you, maybe you aren't smart enough to become a doctor everyone's different but that doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you can't really succeed at being a medical assistant or a radiologist or a sonographer there's a whole bunch of different other fields in the medical industry that you'll still be doing things to help people because if you mm -hmm. want to become a doctor it should be about helping people not necessarily the money that comes with it so if you just want to help people then you should be you will probably find more fulfillment becoming something um, like a sonographer or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. That's that, that's cool of you, Justin, and I really like how you put it across, uh, which gives us a, a very simple way of doing things and a simple way of encouraging uh, our students. And there's something also that uh, comes up, Justin, and more so to the students who are almost graduating and getting outside to uh, the, the market in terms of uh, looking for jobs and whatsoever. There's always a, a, a time where you you find that the market is uh, overpopulated with graduates and, uh, and 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 there's so many people outside there with the same kind of uh, maybe skills and education that they have from the universities how do you advise the students like uh, uh, what are they supposed to do in, in in terms of getting themselves their hands into doing things outside from uh, uh, to 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 get a living or in 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 the in a way of reaching the mission or the dreams that they have. I am a doctor. I've graduated as a doctor or, or with a doctor or, or with a, a, profe a profession uh, in, in, in nursing. And when I go outside the market, there are so many nurses who are not employed. And I really don't know where to start. I don't even know where, who to approach. As you know, the world is coming to um, uh, what we call, uh, you, who do you know to get what you want? So, mm -hmm. but there's some ways uh, these students can always uh, uh, get themselves into doing something extra apart from 
waiting for that job to come or that opportunity to come from somewhere else. What do you think or what is your advice to these students, those who are coming out of school and they really need to get themselves or their hands into work? Yeah, um, I, I can definitely speak to this because I was in that position, um, mm -hmm. especially when I was in, in college. I had a high GPA. I was a part of all the clubs. But for some reason, I couldn't get an internship. Um, mm -hmm. No matter where I applied, I would always get denied. And mm -hmm. it got to a point where I was like, okay, what am I doing wrong? I, I did everything that I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And the, the solution that I came up with is you have to be different. You have to do something above and beyond, especially if you aren't coming from somewhere where your mom or dad works at the company or you have a relative that works at the company or you have a way into that company. If you don't, then you mm -hmm. have to work 10 times as hard as anyone else that's applying there to make your name mm -hmm. for yourself because you're competing mm -hmm. against other daughters, other sons, other relatives of other people. And at the end of the day, that person will probably pick their son over you unless you can somehow show that you're a way better candidate than that other person. So for mm -hmm. me, what I did was I, I didn't have any, none of my parents had anyone in the industry that I wanted to go to. So mm -hmm. I used my school. My school has uh, things called career coaches and most okay. people don't use them. And mm -hmm. if they do use them, they maybe go to them once or twice a semester. So it's a semester is usually three months long in the U.S. Mm -hmm. What I did is I would go to my career coach once a week, every mm -hmm. single week. And I built a relationship with him. And he happened to, to know the person at one of the biggest companies in the central Florida area. And he mm -hmm. told that person that you need to get this kid an internship at your company. And mm -hmm. ultimately, because he said that, that's how I got my first internship. And from there on, it's been easier for me to get internships because I have at least one name on my piece of paper and I have a good recommendation, like someone to recommend me. Mm -hmm. So to anyone out there who feels like they're stuck or they've graduated and they can't get a job in their degree, what I would say to them is, okay, so you don't have a job right now. That mm -hmm. means you have time. And mm -hmm. if you have time, that means you can work for free. Because mm -hmm. if you think about it, if you're not doing anything, you're basically working for free for yourself. So <laughs> you might as well work for free for someone else to build up your reputation Definitely. so that you can get a job. And people don't see that. They're like, oh, but I'm going to find a job. I'm searching online. And I'm like, are you really searching online? Are you? And most people are just sitting at home playing Xbox or on YouTube or doing whatever. And I tell them, like, sure. you're working for free for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're already doing that. So just do it towards your degree, whether it's making content, whether it's trying to connect with the people who are the, the decision makers in your degree, in your field. Mm -hmm. That's how you get the job. You have to put in some work. That's where get your grind up comes from. It's like you have to grind. It's not going to just come to you. <laughs> I love that, Justin. I really love how you put it, uh, because uh, the time we we take searching for job, you know, uh, sometimes you get those posts on LinkedIn how people have searched for job for years, and uh, until even such of job itself becomes a job, <laughs> and you put it mm -hmm. now, you make it that you are working for free at that time, <laughs> so it's you better are. you. Yeah, so it's better you take a role somewhere to even work for free and you get uh, credited, you know. It, it's even build your experience and build your capacity within the market 
that you are, you are, you are targeting to get uh, enrolled or, or get employed somewhere. Apart from this, Justin, you are uh, interviewing a lot of people on your podcast and more so uh, great influencers on LinkedIn and outside LinkedIn. Uh, if we go um, in terms of education and in terms of learning, uh, what do you? What is your take on learning from such a, a platform when you interview, like now I'm doing to you? This is how you learn, and how do you advise people on how they can learn through uh, interaction, through talks, through meeting new people, and through meeting not only the great influencers but anyone who has something different from what you have? Yeah, every, I mean, I would I would say everyone has something that you can learn from them about whether it's the janitor at the company or the CEO at the company you never know that janitor might have an amazing story of how he's an immigrant to that company uh, to that country and mm -hmm. he's found a way to get a job to provide for his family and that's truly inspiring maybe you don't necessarily learn anything um, like intellectual about the industry that you want to go into but you mm -hmm. learn about his story and that story can mm -hmm. motivate you to do more because then maybe it opens up for you to look back on your life and like, wow, I really haven't made. Let me work a little bit harder because if he can do it, I should be able, I have no excuses. Mm -hmm. um, so to be able to do that, what I would say is always surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, who are more mm -hmm. successful than you, who are, mm -hmm. who are better than you. Because mm -hmm. if you're surrounding yourself with people who are the same level as you or below you all the mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm. that means you can never learn anything, so to say, from them in terms of progress. Definitely. But if you're, yeah, if you're just hanging mm -hmm. around with people who are more successful than you, who have more wealth than you, who mm -hmm. have done more accomplishments than you, then mm -hmm. you get to just learn a little bit from being around them. Maybe they start talking about a subject that you've never even heard of. But just mm -hmm. because you're in that same room with these people, you get to learn a little bit more. And then that makes you curious. So then you go back home and you start Googling it. And that makes mm -hmm. you learn things. Like most of the stuff, when we talk to guests on our show, I have zero idea of what they're talking about. But it mm -hmm. gets me interested in it. So then after, I can, I can research it. And then I can go back to them and have a meaningful conversation about it. And that's the mm -hmm. beauty of having different guests on is like you don't you don't know what you don't know. So when you actually mm -hmm. figure out what you do don't know, mm -hmm. then you can figure out, OK, how can I learn what I don't know? I know that's kind of tricky, but <laughs> put it back in yeah. replay on slow and you'll, mm -hmm. you'll figure it out. Life changes and so do climates. And sometimes we need to move away from where we reside. We need to make trips. We need to go abroad. We need to visit our relatives and friends. But sometimes the difficult part of it is making a choice on how to travel abroad and how to travel to meet your friends. Marsha Head Travel and Tourism is always ready to help you on how you can plan and arrange for your travel trips home and away. Visit as on Instagram as mashahed.travel and on Facebook Mashahed Travel and Tourism and reach out. We can help you plan your next destination. Uh, there's a time I shared about how you link with people, how you connect to people. And there was a lot of questions that came to me that uh, uh, how do you expect me to approach a CEO or uh, approach someone who's in the higher ranks uh, more than I am? 
And some people, you know, they've got that repel force. They've got that uh, a kind of attitude that will not allow them to go. Uh, do you do you believe in this? And uh, what is your take in terms of connecting to people and reaching out to people? Do you have any formula, Justin? Yeah, I would say just try to be a person. Mm-hmm. That person that you're trying to reach who's the CEO of a big company Mm-hmm. probably gets a bunch of messages from other students, other people mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. hey, I would love to have coffee with you. Or, oh, hey, mm-hmm. I would love to pick your brain. So mm-hmm. how do you provide them value even mm-hmm. when you're coming from a very low position, quote unquote? Mm-hmm. The best way to do it is just being a person. For me, I say I start talking about being a student and how uh, my journey of being a student And that connects Mm -hmm. with a lot of people because a lot of self-made CEOs, they remember of being a student and not necessarily knowing what to do with their life. And they can connect with that. And that's how I start that connection. Because once you get, I I have no doubt that for the majority of people, once you get in front of someone, Mm -hmm. conversation just kind of starts to flow and you can build that relationship. But the hardest part is that beginning. It's getting that first contact. And what mm-hmm. I would say is just contact as many people as possible because you also have to respect them too. Mm-hmm. You can't expect to send one message out and get one reply. You might have to okay. send 50, 100, 200 messages before you get one, five, 10 replies. But that's mm-hmm. just because they probably don't even see your message. You can't get mad at that. You just mm-hmm. have to respect yeah. that because they're probably getting bombarded from just work, um, other people trying to do the same thing that you are, etc. So you have mm-hmm. to understand that. And it's a numbers game. That's what we yeah. do. That's what my girlfriend is amazing at. She's the one that gets a lot of our guests on. It's because mm-hmm. she sends like 100 to 200 Instagram DMs every single day so that oh. she can reach all of these influencers on the mm-hmm. odd chance that they're on their messaging app. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. And I agree with you, uh, Justin, because that's the same thing that I do to reach out to people. And some people will tell you that now you've got an upper hand and, and so on and so forth. But it's always not about having an upper hand. It's consistency and uh, trying to use the, the correct way. Accept when you've been uh, replied or uh, accept also when you get a rejection because a rejection is always not uh, the end of the game. It's always just a redirection to tell you that maybe you need to try some other time. So, um, this part of the remaining conversation, Justin, I would give you a platform to, to tell us, uh, one, you are helping people to uh, uh, generate or to develop their, their, their presence on LinkedIn and also what they do and their content in LinkedIn. And you are also helping podcasters on how they can do their podcasting and all the rest. So I'll give you a free flat platform to um, explain to us or give us a brief uh, work that you do professionally and also that makes you earn a living so that our listeners and also myself, I can know how you can help me and how you can help them, Justin. Yeah, so first off, I, I help people optimize their LinkedIn page from turning it from a profile into a landing page. So just like any other of your favorite websites, the first page that you probably land on is Mm -hmm. probably trying to get you to convert either into buying something, into giving you their email or something along that lines. Amazon is a great example. You go on Amazon and it always has something that you want to buy. I don't know Mm -hmm. how it knows, but it always has it. So Mm -hmm. that's what I teach people to do with their LinkedIn profile. And then I also create content strategies for them. So let's say you're a student and you want a job at Goldman Sachs in the Mm -hmm. US, right? 
I would mm-hmm. help you create a strategy of finding companies that you can look at their financial statements, putting out that stuff, connecting with a whole bunch of recruiters from Goldman Sachs, et cetera, et cetera, so mm-hmm. that when you create content, the Goldman Sachs employees are seeing that content. And then from mm-hmm. there, you can show that you actually know what you're doing. And that's how you can stand out against the other numerous other thousands of applicants that are applying for that job. So mm-hmm. that's what I do for LinkedIn. For podcast consulting, I just I basically take care of the back end. So the hardest part about a podcast isn't necessarily producing it, but it's mm-hmm. more of how to set it up, how to get the mic set up, how to host it, finding mm-hmm. a host, how to send it all over the place to iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. Stitcher, etc. So I mm-hmm. help people do that. Oh, wow. That's great. That's great, uh, Justin. And uh, I really appreciate you for uh, taking your time to be with us on our podcast, Justin. And uh, I hope this will not be the last time that you're appearing here. And it will not be uh, the last time that we are having a conversation. We are still together. We are connected. We can always reach out to each other to see how we can help each other grow mutually. Now, if, for example, myself, I can reach Justin anytime I would like to. What about my listener? How are they going to reach Justin? Yeah, so if you if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's at GetShowGrindUp. So that's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. And then if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, that's uh, just look up Justin Wynn. Last name is N-G-U-Y-E-N. And I just have a big microphone in my face and I have a big... Mm-hmm. Big head. So just look for an Asian guy with a big head and a big microphone on his face <laughs> and connect with that guy. I love that description. <laughs> a big mic and a big head. Yep. <laughs> Which has got big knowledge. You know, when you have a big <laughs> mic, you've got a big head, but with a big knowledge. We've learned a lot, Justin, and it's great to have you here. I've learned a lot uh, from you and from what you do. And what, anyone who was keen and listening to what we discussed today, is going to get some greatness and it's going to be empowered and inspired and motivated to work hard to make sure that they use and utilize their time properly to make sure that things are working their way. Our episodes are never episodes, Justin, without a parting shot. So leave us with your parting shot that will motivate our listeners as you motivate yourself, Justin. Just keep testing things. You might feel that you're stuck. You might feel like you don't know a lot. And what I would tell you is even the the smartest people in the world feel the same way as you. The only thing that's different between the most successful and the smartest people in the world and you is they've tried a whole bunch of things and they found what sticks for them. You just haven't found that thing that's stuck with you. So that means you have to just keep trying more and more things. Don't get down on yourself. You just haven't found it yet. So just keep trying. Wow. Thanks so much for connecting with us and thank you for so much for coming, Justin. Thank you for having me, man. We all know how hard it is to grow, right? Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey of our business startup or we're coaching or we're writing and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there. But that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anite. I would love to work with you further on and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand.